you are listening to Mobcast Radio, brought to you by the Mob Nation, a national alliance of mom-owned businesses. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mobcast Radio. We are always so excited to have these conversations with you and are always so grateful when you join us. So thank you for being here. My name is Aria Lighty, and I'm the founder and CEO of The Mob Nation, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host. Hello, everyone. My name is Gwen. I am the Mob COO. I love these podcasts. I love getting a chance to connect with you in a different way. We normally have Maury on with us, but she is on vacation today. So it is just Aria and I talking about, what are we talking about? (laughs) Do not edit that out because that is so perfect. We are talking about self-criticism. Self-criticism. Thank you. Oh my goodness. It just went out of my head. And you know what? I'm not going to be critical about it. I'm not. Amen. These there we go. <laughs> the heck are we talking about? And it was your idea too. That was my idea. Hey, let's talk about <laughs> criticism because I know that that's something that mobs deal with all the time. Um, and I love when you bring up a topic and say, oh, maybe we should talk about this. And then it's always like something that's so aligned with what I have going on in my life or like something that I just experience it. So Gwen brings up in a meeting, like, let's dive into self-criticism because I know so many mobs are, you know, going through that or dealing with it or want to talk about it. And that freaking night, Gwen, after you brought that up that you wanted to talk about on the um, podcast, I actually started like this new thing that I had been wanting to do for like over a decade. And that was my aerial skills class with my little silks. Um, and so I go in the first night and it was hard, obviously, because who would look at that and think that (laughs) it wasn't going to be totally hard, but I couldn't do a lot of like the basic movements. And I was the only one in my class who couldn't do some of the moves, like literally the only one. And I was just like watching them get it. And I was just like struggling and I was sweating, but I just didn't have the upper body strength or like the core strength to do it. And I looked a mess. Like I said, I was like sweating, crying. It's actually a joke. I tried to do my hair in this cute thing and it fell out. So I had two braids and then a top ponytail thing hanging out. I was like, Awful. That's a good joke of um, Kehlani. But anyways, I looked a mess. I felt a mess. And I was like so hard on myself. And I started saying such negative things to myself and began to like well up with tears. And I rushed out at the end of the class so I wouldn't be seen. And another funny thing, I'm trying to get out as fast as I can before anybody like comes into the area where we like put our shoes back on and stuff. And I can't get the door open. <laughs> hitting the door and then the front desk lady was like yep you just gotta push it you just gotta push I'm like oh my god please don't also see me struggle with the door but anyways I got into the car and I just like I cried I was like embarrassed I was feeling like out of shape I was feeling too old to be doing it um and I was telling myself like I should have done it when I was like 22 and really wanted to you know do it then and I was like never coming back And then I was like, wait, what the heck? Like, can't I just like celebrate that I made it to the class in the first place? And can't I just acknowledge that 
right now I'm a little bit better than I was when I first, you know, walked into the class and like honor myself that I'm not going another decade over a decade now that I said 22, um, (laughs) without doing something that I've like always dreamed about. And then here we are, Gwen wanted to talk about kicking (laughs) self-criticism to the curb. I love that. I feel like, I feel like these topics come up when we most need them. That's one of the things I've seen as we do this podcast is these topics come up and it's like, this is the perfect time to talk about these. And I love that you're taking that class. I know so many people who do it and love it. And it's amazing. And I mean, I broke my wrist trying to paddleboard a couple of years ago. I never actually made it to the water. I broke my wrist before I actually got in the water with the paddleboard. <laughs> it was a very short, short adventure. But you bring up a really good point, And that is that self-criticism can keep us from doing those things that we want to do. So we give up before we start. And then that doesn't benefit anyone, especially when we're talking about like getting our our message or our business or our, you know, our purpose out into the world. If we're so stuck in criticizing ourselves that we never even start, like we're not benefiting anybody. And I'm doing a lot of TikToks and reels right now, helping clients and their groups figure out, you know, how to use them and why and getting comfortable on video and the self-criticism that comes up in so many ways just breaks my heart, you know, and it's so hard and scary to put ourselves out there but then doing it while criticizing ourselves the whole time makes it a hundred times harder. And there just has to be a better way, right? Like we have to talk about, we have to bring it to light. We have to talk about self-criticism. We have to talk about how we deal with it and how we move past it. Otherwise everybody's in these own little cells feeling like they're the only ones who feel this way and everybody else totally has it together. Yes. I love that. And isn't it crazy when you're watching like the people that you think are like total rock stars and then they say like this, like critical stuff and you're like, what, (laughs) who are you even talking about? It's like so easy to see it like in them. And then they just like can only see like the negatives um, about them. I'm also running a program and it showed up to go up. And it is a lot about that same thing, like putting yourself out there, being seen. We've had some conversations about reels and, and all of that. And the women that are in this program, like phenomenal, pure magic, like such like creative forces. I always like joke that that's like the only thing I attract. So of course they are. I'm like, if I attracted you, then you are like the baddest because um, I don't attract people that don't have like a light and all of that. But each call, you know, we're going through those modules of all of these ways, like these techniques to put yourself out there and be seen and to go into more rooms and pop into more opportunities and all of that. And a lot of the calls, which I knew it was going to be because hello, the mindset blocks around it, but it's all unpacking that self-criticism and like all the stories that they've carried about like why they're not enough or why nobody would want to hear from them or they don't do it. I'm sure this is what you see in the reels all the time. They don't do it like you know, those perfect influencers that do that as like a full-time job doing like all cool transitions and stuff. So they don't want to do it at all. And like, people are missing out on this magic, like these amazing offers, these amazing things from these women, because they're just like, so focused in that spiral of self-criticism. I bet those are some really deep conversations, right? Like deep, (laughs) deep stuff. Um, and there's so much gunk, like you said, like that we have, that we get, we get handed like crappy baggage, right? Like from society and from culture and as women, as moms, as business owners, 
as people. And there's all this stuff that we're carrying around, like literally lugging and dragging around with us. It's not ours. We didn't want it in the first place, but here we are like <laughs> holding on to it. Like it's important and it's just not. Yes. They, they are deep conversations. It is my like favorite compliment is like, I had no idea that this content was going to be like, so like diving so deep and really unearthing all of this stuff. And it's like, well, of course, this is why you haven't been showing up. And I love that like baggage analogy. Cause that was the thing that really changed my life in like 2018 was Diana. Who's a mob member that everybody loves happens to be my bestie. She was like, why are you carrying this heavy stuff? Like at some point you put on this backpack, you started carrying all of this stuff, all of these stories, all of this weight, and you're trying to get up this, like, you know, this hill of success and to your goals and to all these things that you want to do. And of course you're not getting there. You're being weighed down by all of this. Like, what would it look like if you just took it off? and left it at the side of the road. She's like, you couldn't unpack it if you wanted to unpack it. I did unpack it, but she's like, but you could also just be like, I'm not taking this shit with me anymore. Like, <laughs> what do I need this for? Like, there's literally no reason to carry it. It's just slowing me down. And, you know, I have places to be. I love the part about, you don't necessarily have to unpack it. You can just, dump it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sometimes the stuff doesn't need extra attention. It can just be like, go off. Yeah. Like I don't need it. So why am I even just kick it to the curb? Just lose it on the trail. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, when I find myself getting sucked into crit- self-criticism, when I find myself feeling that way, I ask myself questions because I've had a lot of practice with self-criticism and <laughs> trying to get past it. So I always think like, where did it come from? And what's bringing up the feelings right now? And sometimes that will like, oh, right. It's that thing that somebody said to me that one time. And I'm just like, that's in my backpack. And it's like, I, I thought it was gone. But it's like in the bottom, like with the lint, you know, <laughs> just there. You're like, is it helpful? Is like the way that I'm feeling helpful? Is it going to, is it going to help me do what I want to do? And like, it never is. And then what's the worst that can happen, I think is a really good one because we always like literally following it the whole path through, like, what's the worst thing that could happen if you do a thing, right? And it's never the end of the world. Like the the worst that can happen is never the end of the world. So if it's not the end of the world, then it's not the end of the world and you can keep going. Um, And then how would I approach it if I wasn't being self-critical? Like if I, like you said, like if, what if it worked, right? Like what if, this was amazing. And how would I behave that way? And then that gets it out of the way. I also saw something and I wish that I could remember where I saw it, but it was something about like, what do we care if somebody that we, whose opinion that we don't value thinks we're trying too hard or they don't like the way that we're showing up. Like they're not our people anyway. Why are we giving them any attention? Yeah. Right. Like power. We're giving away power that we could have to turn into something amazing. And instead we're just like bleeding our power out in all of these ways. Um, and I think one of my favorite things about getting older is caring less what people think of me. Like when you were saying, like, you should have done the aerial class when you were 22, you would have been so more self-critical of yourself <laughs> at 22 than you are now, right? Like you still would have hit the things, except that you wouldn't have had this like amazing life experience to buffer you in between. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I was pretty full on myself at 22. <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> That's what I need to do. It's just actually channel that 22 year old Aria who could care less about what 
anybody thought and had like the wild hair and the crazy outfits and did did it all. Um, oh, we we were different twenty two year olds then. Very different twenty two <laughs> year olds. That was when I that was when I blossomed. It's when I realized all of this stuff. So it's so funny how we like pack it back onto ourselves, you know. But I hear people say all the time, like if you really want to like unearth and like learn a lot of shit about yourself, like start a business because you will <laughs> learn all of the things that you have been like harboring about yourself and others and your worth and your value in all of that. And I, I do think that that's like where most of that criticism comes from is like you said, like what people are thinking and who cares? Like if you are only worried about, you know, bringing this thing to life for you and something that's going to bring you joy and, you know, that you think is going to be awesome, like go do it for you. Who cares if the girls that were much younger than me, by the way, you know, thought I, I know that they didn't even give it a second thought, but who cares if they were like making fun of me and wondering what I was doing in that, that class with them, you know, and it pops up. That's another thing that pops up in my programs and my spaces too. It's like, we talked for over an hour last night about, well, what if people think this, what if people think that? And they're like hearing, you know, this last person just say, well, what if people think this, or, you know, and all of us are saying, who cares, who cares? And then it comes up for like the next person. Well, what if my, you know, family member thinks that now I've gotten too like full of myself, or what if people think, you know, that my singing voice isn't actually that great. And it's like, why are we so freaking wrapped up in it? Right. And now we know, and we've been knowing that everybody's only worried about themselves. <laughs> they're not even worrying about you. They're not even thinking about you because they're too worried thinking about what everybody else is thinking about them, you know? So I guarantee you people aren't thinking twice about the different things and if they are, if they're the people on the sidelines that are booing, they're on the sidelines, right? <laughs> they're not in the ring. They're not doing it. You're in the nosebleed seat. So please take a seat and let the professionals do, <laughs> do what we're doing, you know? And also, what if we focused on everyone that was watching and was feeling like the positive stuff, the, you know, feeling inspired AF by what we're doing rather than the people that are, you know, mocking us. I love that. You know, that reminds me that we should be telling the people that we're inspired by that we're inspired by them. Yes. Like send them a message. Like, like when this episode ends, everybody just like send off a message to somebody that's inspiring you. Tell them why, because I promise you they need to hear it. I think we all need to hear it. Right. Yeah. You just had that experience yesterday. See, it's look at that. <laughs> perfect timing for this episode. Yeah. And it was crazy. Um, so Gwen, cause Gwen is the magical queen of the world. She makes everybody feel good about, um, themselves and she can recognize amazing talent and magic. And she just has a way of like letting, you know, the magic that you bring to the world and like shining it back on you. So she did that for this, like really kick-ass, amazing photographer. That is like the, to me, like the epitome of like strength and confidence and badassery. And she shares that response that Gwen gave her and she's crying in the stories because she was being critical to herself. And it's like another reminder. Cause it's like, I mean, I know everybody has these mental things, but it's just like, you see somebody that is just 
as talented and confident and beautiful and, you know, magical as she is. And to think that she would ever criticize herself or be down on herself, it like, it makes you realize like just how silly all of this like mind junk really is, you know? Totally does. And I want to continue this conversation. Um, So join us over in Mob Social so that we can talk about this more. I want to know like where your self-criticism is, what tools you use to kick it to the curb, because that's what this episode is all about. And, you know, you might get some support and some extra ideas if you're feeling it. And if you're not part of Mob Social, come learn about the Mob Nation. It's the largest mom-owned business directory out there. It is an amazing community where you will see that you are really not the only one struggling with the things that you're struggling with. Um, If you have not left a review for the podcast, please do that. It really helps us reach a new audience, more people, so that we can spread the word about supporting mom-owned businesses. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up and I will see you over in Mob Social. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mobcast Radio, brought to you by the Mob Nation. To join our movement, visit themobnation.com. And make sure to check out the largest directory of mom-owned businesses at there'samobforthat.com.